I thought to myself, hey, I'm turning 40 and my mission is to empower 1 million tired and sleep-deprived families out there. So why should it matter what platform I use, right? So I just wanted to achieve my mission and I thought, okay, I need to show up so that others can find me. Hi, this is Eric here and you're listening to Hashtag Highly Sought After. If you are planning to build your personal brand on TikTok, this is the interview you got to pay attention to. My guest today is a baby sleep expert, Zoe Chu, whom her clients fondly call her SG Super Nanny or Sleep Super Nanny. Her work has been featured in the media by Channel News Asia, Asia One, and my favorite, Mind Valley. In 2019, she started her TikTok account and started creating content on sleep health, and positivity. Within a very short period of time, she amassed over 36,000 followers on TikTok with some of her content with more than a million views. Let's have a chat, Zoe Chu. Now, Zoe, I know that you're an accountant, you're an auditor, you're a real estate agent in New Zealand, right? Mm -hmm. What brought you back here in Singapore? Okay. (laughs) Well, the short story is I wanted to be closer to my family. Mm -hmm. And the long story is, well, basically I was a real estate agent at that point. And um, as I was leaving my office and I was walking to my car, going home, I saw from the corner of my eye that a car was turning into park. And then within a split second, that car ran me up the footpath I was on and pushed me into a glass window of a shop. And I saw my right leg twisted 180 degrees. Oh, <laughs> yes. And I had a lot of glass uh, shots, shots uh, on my tummy and on my thigh. Well, thank God, none on my face. Yes. <laughs> and um, yeah. You can hit me anyway, just don't hit me on my face. <laughs> <laughs> but I was in tremendous amount of pain and I shouted, I'm pregnant. <gasps> yes. And, you know, thank God I survived. Uh, but, you know, I went through like basically I was hospitalized for weeks, right, in a hospital. And I was uh thank yeah, my miracle baby survived. Okay, thank God. And um but basically I went through uh trauma, you know, depression, and my GP said that I should go home to um Singapore and Malaysia to be closer to my family. And um my surgeon, my orthopedic surgeon who operated on me said um, no, it's too risky because I'm pregnant and, you know, I just had surgery mm. uh, and I'm flying like 10 hours of flight yep. and he advised against it. But, you know, my husband thinks that I should go home and my GP thinks I should go home. So I listened to them. And so I went home and to spend time with my family here. And as I was like spending time here and I was getting better, like, mm. you know, because with my family support and all. And... um then, you know, there was an earthquake that happened in Christchurch, New Zealand, uh, on the 22nd of February, 2011. And oh I saw God. on the news that my favorite boss of all time, he died in the earthquake. I'm and so sorry for your loss. Yeah, but. it's okay. Uh, yeah, so I was really traumatized and I told my husband that, you know, I'm not going home. Not going back to New Zealand. Yeah. I, I just, you know, he couldn't reason with me because I was too traumatized at that time. And yeah, so I, I told him, uh, I don't want to go back. Um, 
And because, you know, I have my twins, mm. you know, they were only like four years old. And I knew like going back to a city, uh, you know, basically they just went through, you know, a big earthquake a big and a lot of yeah. people died as well. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know how am I going to look after my twins? Like I didn't have any family support back there. Oh my God, I can't believe this, that yeah. you know, what brought you back to Singapore was a personal crisis yeah. and what kept you in Singapore was a country crisis. Yeah. And who would have figured all these things out, right? Yeah. I just wonder, like, during those, how long were you hospitalized and, and, and going through the recovery? Um, I think I spent two weeks in the hospital for my um, late uh, operation. Yes. And then after that, I was back home again and I was still using crutches and all that and and then I developed UTI because I couldn't go to the toilet easily. Yes. And then it spread to my kidney and I had to be hospitalized again. Again. Yes. Now, for those of you who do not know, right, you are famously known as the positivity queen. <laughs> but now hearing this story, it makes mm -hmm. me go like, how on earth can you even be positive? Like, could you share with us mm -hmm. during those traumatizing period of your life where you're going through so much pain, mm -hmm. how do you keep yourself alive? How do you stay my, positive? My my family, my husband and my children. And, you know, I knew I needed to stay strong for mm. for my kids. You know, they are so young and they always like calling me mommy, mommy, you know. But yeah, I knew I needed to stay strong for them. Okay. So it was because of the family that gave you that strength. Yeah. Nothing else. The yeah, family. The family. And, you know, I was really going through like questioning God, like, God, why did this happen to me? Exactly. You know, what have I done? Yeah, so a lot of going through that, you know, denial, anger, and depression, and then finally acceptance. And because, and why you said now I became this TikTok positivity. Exactly. <laughs> how, how did that happen? Because if you have been through hell and back, mm. then you will now fill your heart with gratitude. You know, you, you know? remind me of this singer that was recently in uh, some kind of competition Mm. And she was going through cancer. That's right. And the doctor said that she only had 2% chance of survival. Mm -hmm. And yet she wrote that song, It's Okay. Yes. And I'm feeling goosebumps right now. I know. that's that. I actually shared on my social media about her too because I love her positivity. You know, she's she went through so much and yet she, she can still tell people it's okay. It's okay. It's like, okay. I really admire her strength. You know, Could it be that, you know, sometimes our biggest trials are actually what our way of serving the world. You know, there's a saying, right? Our mm. tests become a, a testimonial for people. Yeah. Our struggles will one day become uh, our success. Yeah. How did this whole entire horrible experience of mm. the accident mm. make you who you are today? A sleep expert, for crying out loud. <laughs> like, how, how did that connect? Okay, so, you know, like you said, I, I, I was a trained accountant, auditor. You know, I did not think I was going to be this sleep super nanny. Right? <laughs> uh, but, you know, I got married in New Zealand. Uh, so I met my husband there. And then after that, uh, I gave birth to my twins. <laughs> okay. And of course, you know, being a mom, uh, well, being pregnant at that time, I actually read a lot of books on, you know, what to expect when you're expecting, you know, preparing for their arrival because, you know, I was really excited. <laughs> you see, you have a little bit of Singaporean in you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, and? And I was anxious, right? But I wanted to be very prepared, you know. Mm. Um, and so, but when we brought them home from the hospital, okay, I guess our whole life turned upside down <laughs> because you realize that, wow, this is like, suddenly you have two little angels, you know, relying on you 24-7. 
And yeah, you just got to know what to do, right? It's a huge responsibility. Yeah, it's a huge responsibility. And yeah, you can never really be fully prepared until you are in it. And I can tell you for a fact that the sleepless nights, they were brutal. They were real? Yeah. So, so it's, uh, it's not a rumor <laughs> that you don't have to sleep anymore once you have a baby? You would think that when babies are tired, they would sleep just like us, right? Exactly. Like and I no. thought babies sleep long hours. No. When they're tired, they wouldn't sleep. Or even if they sleep, it would be like for a very short time. And then you have to keep like, you think that you have to pick them up and keep rocking them. Exactly. And, you know, just try to put them back to sleep. So that was what I was doing for the first couple of months or so. Oh my God, how do you survive? Yeah, because, you know, I didn't want my husband to look after them at night, do yeah. the night duties because, you know, he has to work mm. and he's a dentist. Mm. So you wouldn't want to go to a tired and sleep-deprived oh, dentist. Yeah, right? already it's so scary to see a dentist, <laughs> <Yeah>. a sleep-deprived dentist. <laughs> exactly. Good luck. <laughs> Hell in the room. <laughs> yeah, so I took it upon myself to mm. look after the twins and and then, yeah, the sleep deprivation was started to take a toll on me mentally and emotionally. Because I realized that I wasn't enjoying my motherhood anymore. It wasn't what I dreamed about, you know. The, wow, well, you know, happy babies exactly. sleeping so well. Yeah, it was like out of the window. So how do you overcome that? Um, I knew I had to find solution, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how. Mm. One fine day, my lovely neighbor came to visit me and she probably saw my panda-looking eyes. <laughs> Zombie mom, <laughs> yeah. basically. And I seriously, I did not even tell her yes. that I was having this, you know, Problem. Problems, sorry. Yeah. And she told me, Zoe, why don't you explore sleep training? And I was like, what is sleep training? Mm. Like, don't, you know, like I said, don't you just let put your baby down and then they will sleep because exactly. when they're tired, they will just sleep. Then she said, oh no, you should, you know, establish a routine for them. And to be honest with you, I didn't have any routine whatsoever because I thought when they cry, they are hungry, I'll just feed them. Exactly. You know, so I was. So you're very rela- reactionary yes, with the babies. Correct. So I didn't know that I can establish a routine. And so she was a happy, well rested mummy of two. And I was a tired, grumpy mummy of two. So naturally, I was convinced to listen to her. <laughs> yes. And then so I started uh, pouring myself into countless of books and research, you know, and then I started implementing what I learned, but also with her guidance as well. And then voila, my twins started to sleep well and through the night. Wow. Parents, listen carefully, all right? <laughs> twins sleeping through the night, <laughs> which means that parents get to sleep as well. Yes. So that was your first victory as a, as a sleep expert. Yeah, well, sleep for super me, nanny. I was like, I'm just so happy that my twins can sleep well. Mm. And then my friends and families, they were so amazed. And then they started asking me for advice. Yes. And then so I just happily share with them, right, what I did. And then when I moved to New Zealand, <laughs> sorry, moved to Singapore. Sorry, moved to Singapore. Sorry, I left New Zealand to, and I moved to Singapore. Uh, I started blogging about my sleep training journey. I'm curious, which blog platform do you use back then? Uh, blog post. Oh, oh my god, Blogspot is oh, it? Blogspot. Yeah. Oh my god, you're my era it. one. <laughs> because I was so my first blog was on Blogspot as well, not even WordPress. Yes. Blogspot. Yes, Blogspot. I still have it. Actually. You still have it. Yeah. Okay, we're going to make sure our, our listeners <laughs> and our viewers get to watch their blog spot, right? Yeah. So, hey, Zoe, do you realize there is a common pattern mm. that you become so positive because you have been through a extremely negative experience mm. and you become a sleep super nanny because once upon a time, you were a sleep zombie. Mm. So perhaps, you know, if any one of you listening to this, you are going through a struggle, then perhaps I have good news for you based on Zoe's story that all these struggles 
has a purpose. Mm-hmm. It makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. And it, it's one day you're going to be able to use it as your testimony. There's a saying, your mess become your message. Your test become your testimony. Yeah. I and I think that. that's su- super beautiful, Zoe. Yeah. <laughs> so Zoe, now we understand your backstory. We mm-hmm. knew uh, how you evolved and became interested in the topic of sleep, mm-hmm. right? I'm really curious because when, when you came to Singapore, you how do you end up becoming a parenting coach first? Like, how do you make it a profession? Uh, yeah, that's an interesting question. Yeah. <laughs> because I kind of like... Uh, went into it because I was following someone and then he invited me Mm. to join because I actually went into counseling because, you know, after what I've been through, I just wanted to help others. Mm. So I went into counseling as in I studied counseling with Monash University. And then after that, I went into parenting coach because he started to kind of like, he was like my mentor. Mm. And then so he assigned me to schools and we ran like parenting uh, workshops and all that. I even was telling you earlier that I run board games workshop. Yes, for parents. Yeah, for parents, (laughs) you know, for family bonding. Got it. Because I find that, you know, um, TVs and all this is not a good way to bond. And so I find that board games is a good way for families to you know bond so because of your mentor you started doing parenting coaching Mm. but i mean let's face it zoe there are a lot of parenting coaches yeah and especially with covid19 i started to see a lot more parenting coaches here in singapore just singapore alone Mm. so how do you stand out and how do you find your niche yeah so i realized that uh there's so many parenting coaches like you said and i realized that sleep is something that I told you I'm already so good at. Yeah, you know? because you deeply experience <laughs> yeah, it. <laughs> I deeply experience it. And I know there's a lot of parents who are struggling with their little ones who are not sleeping well because when I first came back here and I saw all these kids, you know, still out in the malls uh, at 10 p.m. and all that, oh my. you know, so I realized that there's a lot of overtired children here. So then I knew that there is a huge demand for it. And because, you know, thanks to Google, you know, they found my blog and that's how I, yeah, I got into this business. I love it. So that means it doesn't matter if we're in a very competitive industry, like in your case, Mm -hmm. parenting. Mm -hmm. But what I'm learning from you is that um, the way to find our niche Mm -hmm. is to always look back at our messes, Mm -hmm. look back at all our trials and tests trials and tribulations because mm-hmm. that's usually where uh, you get a clue. Like yes. whatever pains that you go through are potentially your purpose yeah. in future. That's right. Right? Oh my God, this is beautiful. So <laughs> for those of you who are trying to find your niche, you don't have to look for a marketing coach. Right? You are your best marketing coach. Just go think back to your trials mm-hmm. and tribulations. Mm-hmm. Think back to the problems that you're excited to solve because once upon a time you have that problem mm-hmm. and voila, you got yourself a niche. Yep. Thank you so much, Zoe. Spoken like a I pro. Love, no, no, I'm learning from you. Thank you so much, Zoe. Yeah. Now, today's topic yeah. is on TikTok. How yeah. do you build your personal brand on TikTok? I'm super curious. Like, why do you, of all social media platforms, why do you choose TikTok? Especially since your audience are parents, not teens. <laughs> well, actually, I didn't choose TikTok. TikTok chose me. Wow, that's the best answer, okay? <laughs> the social media platform chose you. Okay, tell us how did it all happen? Yeah, so I got a, <laughs> I got a DM from okay. TikTok Singapore to mm. say, hey... Uh, Wait, they look- DM you on Instagram or they DM you on TikTok? No, I wasn't on TikTok yet, right? Oh, so they DM you on Instagram or yeah. TikTok? Well played, well played. <laughs> how come TikTok never messaged me? Yeah? <laughs> okay, anyway, anyway, okay, tell us. Uh, so they DM you? Yeah, so they DM me, say, hey, I really love your content, you know, uh, we would like to get you to create your content on TikTok. Hmm. And so I was like, oh, cool, you know. Of course, I, I was feel so honoured, right, to yeah. get this kind of DM. Uh, but I was a bit hesitant. Why? Because, like, what would people think about this 
auntie. Hey, come on. You're not an auntie. <laughs> <laughs> you're auntie uncle, you know. All right. But yeah, your hesitation was? Yeah, because I, will, I like I said, it's yeah. like for the youngsters, right? True. Lip syncing, dancing. That was my uh, perception of TikTok at that time. Same. Right, same. Yeah. yeah, so I was thinking, what would my audience think about, you know? Yeah, this... they may not take you seriously. Yeah, exactly. That that was my biggest hesitation to go on TikTok. And but and why do you? It's just like another social media platform. I already yeah. have quite a few, right? So I thought, okay. But then they kind of like just asked me again, like, um, and then as I was thinking, I was turning forty at that time. Okay, and I thought, can't tell, guys. <laughs> I'm right in front of her. Okay, can't tell. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. You see, good sleep helps. <laughs> Beauty sleep is real. Beauty sleep is real. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> um, so as I was saying, um, I thought to myself, hey, mm. I'm turning 40 and my mission is to empower 1 million tired and sleep-deprived families out there. So why should it matter what platform I use, right? So I just wanted to, you know, achieve my mission and I thought, okay, I need to show up so that others can find me. Right. Fantastic. Now, so Zoe, you've been on Instagram quite a bit, right? That mm. was how I got I first got to know you. And then you were on TikTok. What's mm. the difference between Instagram and TikTok? Like what's the benefits of being on TikTok versus okay. Instagram? Okay, think back like in basically TikTok right now is Instagram back in 2012 or 2013. So, you know, you want to if you miss that boat. Yes. Now is the time for you to get on TikTok because you don't want to miss that vote again, right? That's also, you think that we still got a chance? Yeah, definitely. We are still at a very early stage of TikTok? Yes. My God. So that's where like you get free attention, right? Uh-huh. Why is it so easy to get so much eyeballs and attention on TikTok at this point of time? Because I think they, they just want to encourage more creators in, on TikTok. And also a lot of people probably shy away from videos. Mm. Yeah. So they always think that, oh, video's so hard, you know, yes. or they're camera shy. So they think, oh, maybe it's too hard. So I think people like to consume TikTok more than they like to create. I see. Yeah. So we actually add up with more consumers than content creators, mm-hmm. which is fantastic yeah. for us content creators because exactly. we have lesser competition. Uh-huh. Here's my analysis of TikTok and Instagram. You see, Instagram celebrates relationship, mm-hmm. meaning to say I must follow Zoe, then I can see Zoe's content. Mm. And also assuming that Zoe has been creating a lot of good content and I've been engaging with you. Yeah. However, TikTok is very different. TikTok rewards recency. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it doesn't really matter if I follow Zoe, but TikTok will actually send me Zoe's content. Correct. And that's how I discover Zoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel that that's the biggest difference. Yes. It's like, you know, Instagram, we never look at the explore page, right? We mm-hmm. always look at the our main page. Mm-hmm. But on TikTok, we basically look at the for you page first. Correct, FYP. FYP, mm-hmm. right? So FYP usually was not a good word for me because FYP means final year project. <laughs> now FYP means for you page. Okay. So I guess for those of you who are, um, you know, you want, you want fast attention, you want a lot of traffic, organic, good traffic. I really think that TikTok is a fantastic platform. Yes. And, and do you think that it's a platform that we can take it seriously right now? Now that you've been on a platform for about two years, mm. is it really just for teens? No. The young and the old, they are all there. They're all coming, there. Coming up, they are up and coming, you know. So really, it's one of the most downloaded app, okay. It has over 800 million users, okay. So you really want to jump on this platform right now, you know, seize the moment and yeah, like I said, don't miss the boat this time. Right? Don't miss the boat. Yeah, please jump on TikTok. And for those of you, uh, if you're thinking about jumping on a boat but you have no idea how, stay stay with us because we're about to go into the tactics, okay, Zoe. Now, tell us what was your content strategy? 
oh, my content strategy. Mm. Well, um, as you know, I told you I'm quite a spontaneous person. Yeah, she invited me for dinner. She was like, hey, you know what? Should we go for dinner? I was like, that's the kind of person I like to hang out with. You, know? you don't have to yeah. overplan, right? Exactly. Okay, so being spontaneous. Yes, being spontaneous. So I, I remember there was one video that I was waiting for my friend to come down for lunch and she was a bit late. And I just thought, oh, I just read this, um, you know, section in the a sleep book okay, mm. recently. And I thought, hey, it was coming to the... Uh, new year and mm. I thought oh maybe I should do a, a TikTok video to tell people why sleep is so important and then so I just film it in the car telling people <laughs> you know do you know what happens if you don't get enough sleep and I just like blurt out the point I watched that video uh, <laughs> because you mentioned a- about cancer you mentioned uh, about heart attack right yes. that these are the two biggest ones yeah. and you know what the, the most interesting thing is actually one of your best videos Mm. It has close to 300,000 views as of now. Wow. We did our homework, right? <laughs> okay. So um, it's pretty cool. So number one, being spontaneous, mm. right? It's your content strategy. Do you have other other tips for us when it comes to creating content? And so I also listen to my followers, like mm. the comments that they tell me, like uh, they will ask me, oh, what kind of food should I eat to sleep better? And so I came up with a, you know, content on that and I it's also one of my uh, better performing videos on TikTok. Is it the one with uh, what food to eat yes. uh, to help you in your sleep? Yeah. And that one actually is your best one. Mm. It's, uh, when I first researched it, it was about 308,000 wow, views. Okay. Right? I and know. I remember, guys, you need to eat bananas, drink warm milk, <laughs> eat uh, macadamia nuts or almonds because it has magnesium. I'm a good student, yeah? Yeah, Eric, I was yeah. going to say, yeah. Like <laughs> no, no, because I, I really mice. need it. Yeah. So number two is listening to your audience. Pay attention to the questions they ask you and just provide answers mm-hmm. in 15 seconds to 30 seconds. Correct. Got it. Give us more tips. What else can we do, right, to create great content on TikTok? Okay, another one that you can do is mash up. Like basically repurpose content that you consume from others and repurpose it to your specific niche, your specific topic. Give us an example. Okay, so basically like the other time I would see people talking about, you know, what kind of cool apps they can download, you know, to make their life better or something, Mm. you know, to uh, improve productivity. And then so I thought, hmm, maybe I can come up with four apps to help you sleep better, like Calm, you know, That's beautiful. Space, all this, yeah. Got it. So, so I mean, in marketing, we call it like mashed up, right? Mm. So you're using content that already work in other niche mm-hmm. and then you transfer that into your niche, which is sleep. Yes. So if you guys are in insurance, then it would be, you know, four apps that help you in your finances. Mm. Or if you are in real estate, four apps that help you to be able to sell your property better, right? Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. This exactly. is fantastic. There's a saying, right, that rubbish in, rubbish out. <laughs> So if you create, consume great content, then you're able to create great content. And mm. I think you just pointed Bingo. out. Bingo. Bingo. Mm. Last tip. Wow, really get the most out of Zoe today. <laughs> What's another tip uh, to help us create great content on TikTok? Okay, using uh, trending music. Trending That's a music no-brainer. Sound. Okay, we all we all have a lot of beginners here. So, <laughs> okay. so explain, what do you mean by that? Okay, so in on TikTok, oh. right, there is a, they have this homepage or explore page mm. where you can actually look at the trending music or trending sound. Okay. So you just basically use that and then start creating any video that you want. So I can do an educational video, yeah. like uh, I can share tips, hacks, mm-hmm. but I just use that sound mm-hmm. and then my video can already go viral. Yeah, because they are basically showing all this trending music to F- on the, for the people on the FYP. I see. Yeah. Okay. So, so you just got to use the sound. Use a sound. That's yeah. pretty easy. Yeah. I mean, but you got to. Or gotta... you can use uh, special effects like filters that 
are also trending sometimes. Got it. So special effects for filters, special mm. effects for sound. Mm-hmm. So guys, there you have it, man. Four great tips from Zoe <laughs> on how to create great content on TikTok. Right. Number one, just be spontaneous mm-hmm. and share things that you have recently learned. Mm-hmm. Number two is to listen very carefully to questions that your customers ask you and then create answers to those questions. Mm-hmm. Number three, mesh up. Look at great content for other niches, mm-hmm. transfer that to your own niche. Mm-hmm. Number four, follow trends, follow hashtags, trending hashtags and trending sounds mm-hmm. and filters. Yeah. Fantastic. Sum now, it up well. <laughs> and you know what? So no excuse for all of us not to be on TikTok. Exactly. Hey, this is Eric here just dropping in to check in on you. Are you getting value so far from this interview? Because if you are, I'm very happy for you. And I'm really curious to know what are some of the key takeaways. So after the interview, go to social media, screenshot your learnings and tag me, right? So that we can connect. Okay, okay. I'm going to leave you to listen to the rest of the interview. Enjoy. Now, another question. Mm. It is easy to create momentum, right? Mm. If your videos are doing well. So imagine like your videos have like 10,000 views, 20,000 views, right? I'm pretty sure you'd be damn excited and you'll be creating a lot more videos because you got that attention. You got yeah. that endorphin rush, right? Mm. But what if our videos have only like five views, six views, and no matter how much effort we put in, like we post every day, three times a day, but we get very little views. How do we stay consistent until we see results? Well, so that's the beauty of TikTok. Mm. Like I said, you know, you never know. Even your old videos may suddenly become viral because the algorithm, you know, they will keep show, pushing it out. And so if you find that your old videos may not be working out, maybe you can repost it. Okay, maybe uh, do a new one and then repost it with the trending music, like I said just now. And yeah, you never know. But honestly, my first few videos, they didn't get that many views as well. But I just keep posting because I honestly, I genuinely enjoy being on TikTok. <laughs> okay, why, why? What is it? So what's so fun about being on TikTok? It's like bite-sized format, right? Mm. And you can just basically share with people what's in your head in like very short and condensed, like straight to the point kind of version. Instead of like, you know, talking and talking and talking. Sometimes people just kind of tune out. So if you're super <laughs> naggy, don't be on TikTok because you will not do well. But if you're the kind of get to the point kind of person yeah. uh, and you're very spontaneous, you'll be able to... And you love music, Yeah, perhaps, I love music as well. And therefore, you can just borrow the music and think of things. Yeah. I love that. Now, I remember you mentioned to me there was a dentist, right? Mm. That did very well on TikTok. Could yeah. you tell us more about him? Yeah, so this Dr. Tristan Pei, he basically had like over 500k followers. <sighs> And I read that on Straight Times, he was featured as one of the TikTok influencers because he's in the healthcare. Yes. And yeah, not many dentists on TikTok, right? I know. What does he do? Like he record videos of like crying patients or the, the sound of the drills. I, he likes to do a duet with, with people, with other uh, TikTok creators. Okay. And then after he would just like show people how to brush your teeth or, or things like that. But yeah, he has a lot of them. Just... By showing people how to brush your teeth. Yeah. And he does like, he posts three to four times a day. I only do once a day or maybe sometimes not every day. Yeah, Got it. Or perhaps because you feel that uh, it's so easy to create bite-sized video, people can really create two to three videos very easily. Yeah. When I first started, it took me a while to, you know, get the hang of it. Got it. But then now I do my content in batches. Like since I already kind of like on the roll, so I'll yes. do like four or five videos at one go. <laughs> Some people are very conscious about how they look on a camera. Do you think that um, 
that people can look good on TikTok? Like, is there very flattering filters? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Because like sometimes yeah. you just wake up and you have like, you know, not all of us are like you have good beauty sleep. Some of us have, <laughs> haven't been sleeping, you know, what sleep, right? And, and then we don't have very good skin and maybe have a bad skin day and yeah. you want to put makeup, but mm. yet we know we need to produce TikTok videos. Mm. Do you think TikTok has good filters that can cover yeah, all the flaws and blemishes? Yeah, a lot of filters. They can, you, if you don't want to put on makeup, you can even do the makeup thing and yeah, you don't even have to put on and you still look good. Makeup. Yeah. Guys, you got to go check it out there. TikTok <laughs> filters make you look good. And you know, it's, it's very it's psychology, right? Mm. If you feel, you look good on the camera, you want to feel more. Mm. It's like how my, my mom, oh my God, my, I hope my mom doesn't listen to this. I noticed when on days when my mom feel good, she would make us go out and take photos for her. But on days when she don't feel good, you better not take a photo of her. Otherwise, she will cancel you. <laughs> so I guess uh, we got your answer. Do you also think that the way to be consistent mm. is because of your purpose? Yes. And... Uh, so I wanted to share with you why I also like to create videos on TikTok. It's because I would like all these videos because I share about my sleep tips and I share about positivity, you know, basically wisdom in my head, right? And I share all this because I want to my kids next time because, you know, I always think that, you know, I always, we, before my accident, I thought, okay, I'm going to live till 80. But yeah. after my accident, I don't think so anymore. I mean, you never know what's going to happen to you, right? So I want to live like, uh, I used to journal. I mm. used to journal thinking that, oh, what happened? You know, I want my kids to know who I am, you know? But then now I realize they're not going to read my journals, my diaries, right? So I thought, hey, TikTok videos, like, they can really basically go through all these videos and know exactly what their mom would be telling them to do or, you know, what's in their, this what's in her head. so beautiful. I've never seen TikTok that way or any <laughs> social media platform for that matter, mm. that it's a, a legacy, a gift for our kids yeah. or for whoever that we want to serve. Yeah. And I actually tell my kids that. And how did they respond to you when you tell them that? They oh. They all. <laughs> and you make sure they bookmark your videos as well, right? This yeah. is so beautiful, Zori. Thank you. Now, Zoe, we talk a lot about the bright side of TikTok, but let's admit it, there's also mm. the dark side of mm. TikTok. I mean, of all social media platforms, right, I get the worst comments <laughs> on TikTok. Uh, do you do, is it just me or do you get a lot of no, negative comments it's too? not just you. I get it too. And it's kind of like part and parcel of being on social media, right? And the haters are always going to hate. Yeah, but the haters are super loud on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get any haters I, on LinkedIn, I, but oh God, I TikTok's don't know if, horrible. Uh, other social media platforms has this, but TikTok has this uh, approved filter comments. Oh, okay. Yes. So there are some words that I do not want people to use it yes. on my uh, content. Yes, because your kids are going to be watching yeah. those videos. And so I will actually put all those words uh, and then I say filter those like do not let them even say those words fantastic so you can do that under tiktok settings and Correct. do that filter right yes i love it shall we have some fun with it do you still remember what are some of the negative comments that you have received uh <laughs> shall we compare <laughs> all right so, so i prepared mine as well so uh as zoe prepares hers right just want to let you know that one of my videos that did really really well on tiktok had 1.1 million views but that's the only one that did so well um but unfortunately out of that 1.1 million views um there were a lot a lot a lot of negative comments i had 428 comments by the way most of them are negative mm. and i'll tell you what those comments are okay yep. this is the dumbest thing ever 
CEO of trying to sound smart. Ouch. <laughs> sleep came to me. Hey, guess what? I can be a sleep expert too, okay? <laughs> Typical influencer, good at selling words. This one was ching chong. You know, I learned nothing. So anyone of you that get negative comments, like, you know, this is how bad it is. How it's about harsh, yours? Right? This is super harsh, eh? I want to cry, you know, when I see those comments from um, these young people. How about you? Like, what comments do you get? <laughs> You know, to be honest with you, because I told you I'm a TikTok positivity queen. Exactly. I actually like to like delete. I love then... that. I'm going to try that. <laughs> I'm going to censor. Yeah, because I find that people come to me because they want to be positive. Yep. They want to really get some inspiration mm. and motivation. Mm-hmm. And then if they go to the comment section and they see all this negativity, mm, that doesn't sit well with me. So Holy. that's why I actually would delete it. Uh, or if I find that, hey, they are not my... F- actually, all these people, they don't follow you anyway. They just leave nasty comments. It's just to leave your, make you make a day bad. Or yeah. Whatever, right? And then it's actually, you know, it's not a reflection of you, but it's really on them, right? So... Could you say that again? That's so useful. Like, uh, like whenever we receive these comments, how can we it's try to... It's not a reflection on you, but it's a reflection on them. Okay? Mm. They are trying to, you know make your day bad but Mm. it's how you react to it I love it because hurting people hurt others right Yeah. so maybe that's the narrative that we need to tell Mm. that instead of making it personal just tell ourselves that the reason why they can be so toxic is because they probably are hurting Yeah. Uh, I love that you know uh, someone so so do you have one (laughs) or maybe Zoe is so good at you know uh, uh, deleting all these negative comments we should learn from her I didn't even know that you can do that uh, profanity censoring. Yeah. I'm going to try that in yes. future. So yeah. don't worry if you can't find any. I mean, after all, you're a positivity queen, right? <laughs> How would negative comments thrive in your TikTok page? Yeah. But I wanted to say that uh, something did help me, Zoe. Mm. It was a friend who actually helped me realize it. So when I was like, I couldn't sleep that night when I saw all the comments. I couldn't sleep. Mm. Um, and I was like, I've been in the social media world for so long. I cannot take this, yeah. but I really can't take it. Yeah. And I couldn't sleep. And then a friend of mine the following day told me this, Eric, your focus is your reality, he said. Mm. Your focus is your reality. I said, what do you mean? Mm. He said, Eric, look at it. You had 76,000 likes. Mm. It means these are people that like your video and you have probably a hundred negative comments. Mm. Why are you focusing on the hundred negative comments and not the 76,000 people who actually love that video? Exactly. And that got me out of that that rut yeah you know so i guess uh two tips for you guys mm. number one hurting people hurt others don't take it personally mm-hmm. number two i like zoe's idea create the profanity sensor filter yeah all right and number three it's focus on the good correct and uh wow i love that <laughs> <laughs> so i'm curious right zoe you had a lot of followers on tiktok mm-hmm. you had a lot of attention on tiktok but how do you monetize it because we are not like we're not here to just get attention, right? We're here to mm. do real work, mm. you know, to do business. For you, what, what was the way that you monetize your influence? Uh, well, so I get brands coming to me wanting to collaborate with me. Mm-hmm. In fact, before this interview, I actually went over to a store to film a TikTok video for oh. a brand. <laughs> oh my God, okay. Yeah, it's uh, basically for parents, right? So, and yeah, this brand paid me to film a tiktok video fantastic brand sponsorship what else yeah <laughs> how else can we monetize that uh, and i actually actually i yeah believe it or not i actually got clients from tiktok as well parents and you would think that oh it's mostly for youngsters exactly right? but no i actually got parents from tiktok they saw my all the sleep tips that i was sharing correct and then they basically dm me 
and say, hey, can you... Wait, but DM, but there's no DM function in, 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 in TikTok, there's actually, right? Uh, there is. Uh, there is. There is, but I, I turn it off because I might get like hundreds or thousands of oh, random exactly. messages, right? So I turn that off, but I also put a link in my bio mm, that people can just go there and book a free discovery call with me. I love that. So put mm. a link in bio that leads to a discovery call and it can set it up you know, mm. to, to have a chat with you. And yeah. these are the serious people, right? Yeah. Um, I also know that uh, you're big on Instagram. So how can we leverage on Instagram as well? Um, well, basically, whatever content that I've created on TikTok, I can just post it to Instagram. And honestly, I have so much content on TikTok that I have not actually posted on <laughs> Instagram. So I have really got so much going. Like I have so much content that I just don't even, you know, haven't caught up to posting everything from TikTok that. to Instagram. I love that. In fact, uh, um, mm. you know, there's this thing called IG Reels. Mm. And unfortunately, IG Reels is basically, they're trying to beat TikTok, right? Yeah. And friends from overseas who, who are actually using IG Reels, they tell mm. me a little secret, mm. right? They say that, Eric, the minute IG Reels come into your country, mm. use it because Instagram is super duper biased. Mm. The minute you use IG Reels, Instagram will give you as much reach as you want because yeah. they want you addicted to that feature yes. because they want a big TikTok. Mm. So I guess if uh, IG Reels is already in your country, then anything that you know Zoe has just shared with you, mm. use it on IG Reels. Yeah. Otherwise, practice on TikTok first <laughs> and then when IG Reels come about, you can start using it. Yep. Right, exactly. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing so much You're tips welcome. on TikTok. Um, we want to follow you on TikTok. How do we follow you? What's the handle? At SG Super Nanny. Same at for my Instagram. SG Super Nanny. And her Instagram handle is also at SG Super Nanny. <laughs> okay, now Zoe, I know today when I invited you was to talk about brand and TikTok, but I cannot let you go without <laughs> talking about your area of expertise. So for those of you who are parents... Uh, with young kids and you're not sleeping and you're turning into a zombie because your kids are super duper active at night listen up because i'm gonna help you ask zoe a few questions okay so question number one mm. uh it's an easy one right how do we help our little kids and toddlers sleep through the night so that we can sleep as well follow my five step system oh my gosh <laughs> you're so prepared okay tell us the five step system <laughs> okay number one you gotta understand the science of sleep so if you don't understand the science of sleep, you won't be able to explain, predict, and control your child's sleeping situation. Number two, you got to prepare the ideal sleep environment for your child. Okay, you got to create a dark and cozy sleep cave for them so that they know that it's sleeping time. Okay, number three, it's also very important. You got to establish a routine. Remember, that's what my neighbor told me? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Without a routine, your life will be chaotic. Okay, so... Babies thrive on structure and routine and they will develop habits readily if you have a good structure and routine in place. Number four, you got to have a sleep plan. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. <laughs> and number five, you got to teach your child the art of self-settling. Basically, they need to learn how to fall asleep independently without any sleep props, okay? <laughs> no need to let them listen to calm <laughs> meditation <laughs> i love that now obviously you know uh, there's a lot more we can dig into mm. that each of the point mm -hmm. but i know zoe came uh, with a book that she recently wrote so could you tell us more about this book okay so i wrote this book Let's show the camera <laughs> okay. all right Ta -da! for those of you watching us on youtube you get to see the book all right the title of the book is sleep baby sleep sleep super nannies five simple steps to a better night's sleep for you and your baby tell us more about this book 
Okay, so basically I wrote this book because when I was a tired and sleep-deprived mom, I had to read a lot of books that were so thick. Like, I was so tired and then they expect me to read cover to Actually, cover. maybe that's the secret, right? You're trying to <laughs> induce sleep on you, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, to me, it was really complicated and it was really hard for me to follow, mm. right? So, but I wrote this book because, you know, it's very straightforward, very simple and easy to follow. That's what a lot of my readers told me. Mm. Like they said, wow, your book is uh, life-changing and so easy to follow. And so some of them, yeah, just read my book and they don't even have to ask me for the coaching. <laughs> because it was so self-explanatory, yeah, right? So you need to tell us, okay, mm-hmm. I mean, how do we get this book? Oh, okay. You can find it at the bookstores here, uh, Popular, Kinokuniya, or even at Mother's Work. Yeah, so... Mother's where? Mother's Work. What's that? Sorry. Oh, it's a baby store. Oh, I'm not a mom or a dad, so I have no idea. I'm so sorry. I apologize. No, but don't forget, we have a lot of listeners from outside of Singapore. Yeah. So how how do they get a copy of this oh, book? Oh, okay. You can find it on Amazon. Oh, as my well. God. Yeah. Uh, so I sell them on my website as well. Fantastic. So go follow you on Instagram and we'll yeah. sure be able to get a copy of exactly. this book. Exactly. Yeah. Now, okay, I'm going to be selfish. I have three more minutes left and I want to ask questions for myself. Zoe, okay. so I don't sleep very well. Mm. Um, recently I did a circle DNA. I no, don't know if you know that. Yeah. Like you do your swap and then send it to Hong Kong. Right? Okay. And then they tell you. And what's the result? Apparently my result is I'm insomniac. Oh, really? Yeah. My DNA says that I struggle to sleep. And I mean, I, I've heard the things like have sleep hygiene, um, uh, have a sleep routine. But the problem with me is that I, I have a very active mind that I can't switch off at night. And it doesn't help that now I'm turning 40 as well. You know, I'm having aches <laughs> Man, you don't as well. Yeah. Thank you. I'm having aches, you know. So, mm. And the aches are not aiding sleep. Mm. So any advice for me? You know what? Smart people, they tend to be so... Oh, come on. <laughs> oh my God. So those of you who sleep very easily, uh, sorry, uh, your IQ very low. Uh. <laughs> That's what I'm going to tell all my friends next time. You know, seriously, it's, I, I tell my friends, right? Sometimes I go on sleepovers with them, mm. uh, stumble parties with them. And I look at them, I go like, oh, it's a blessing to be able to just sleep like that. Mm. And I can't. You can't. So any tips? Okay. So basically, you got to go into... Uh, we talk about sleep hygiene. Mm. Okay. So... I need to know whether, like, are you making sure that you switch off your gadgets, you know, at least one hour before bedtime? Oh my uh. God. Well, I, I mean, I blame Netflix. <laughs> uh, yeah. What about Kindle? Uh, not Kindle, sorry. I read ebooks before I sleep. Okay. But I, I read fiction books uh, so on, on my iPad. Ki- on kin- oh, on iPad. Kindle is better. If you oh. really want to use an electronic device, Kindle is better. So even if I wear a blue blocker glasses um, or sunglasses, it doesn't really work, is it? Well, if, uh, if you're going for the blue light blocking glasses, then yes. yes, it's better than not wearing it because basically all this blue light exposure that you're get- getting is basically signaling to your brain that it's still daytime. And that's why your brain is not triggering the production of melatonin because they think it's still daytime. Right? So that's why all this artificial light that we have, you know, the blue light, you got to cut that off. Got that's it. So that one. means if I want to sleep by 12 a.m., mm-hmm. I had to be strict that at 11 p.m., mm-hmm. no more phone, no more yeah. reading ebooks. Yeah. Then what do I do in that one hour to help me sleep? Because <laughs> I panic, <laughs> you know. physical book. Oh, read. Oh, yeah, read. Read a physical book. Yeah. So I can still read, just read a physical book. Exactly. But, but I have lights on me, it's okay? Uh, Orange lights on me. Yeah, I think it's 
it's okay. But yeah, try not to make it too bright or, or things like that. But it's a good way to wind down. And try not to bring your phone or any laptop to your bed because you want your brain to associate your bed as sleeping place, right? Got it. So if you're always working on your bed, yeah. then your brain thinks like, oh, okay, let's get ready to... Yeah, I watch all my movies on the bed. Uh, so I get it now. So mm-hmm. two, tics, two tips for you. Number one is be strict about that one hour. Mm-hmm. And then number two is... um really block create a space on a bed where it's only purely for sleeping mm-hmm. right okay great what about is there something i can take uh before in that one hour that will help me to sleep better mm, you shouldn't try to eat anything you know like uh, so pills? close to no 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 melatonin what about that uh that's basically if you are suffering from jet lag oh so yeah. you don't abuse those those no, vitamins and nutrients yeah Oh my God. You know what? Something tells me that I may get some answers in her book, Sleep Baby Sleep, because I like to think of myself as a <laughs> baby too. Parents. For parents only. I want to see whatever that you ask the parents to do, I'll do it on myself. Okay. <laughs> you know what, Zoe? It's been a, it, it's been a huge pleasure yeah. uh, uh, meeting you, Likewise. knowing you. I love your energy. And uh, let's do some TikTok videos in future together, <laughs> promise, right? Yeah? I promise. High five. <laughs> Thank you, Zoe. If you love this episode, remember to hit the follow button on Spotify or the plus button on Apple Podcasts. Hashtag highly sought after.